It's another giant killing special for the T20 World Cup. This is cricket, only better. The ultimate betting guide to the T20 World Cup continues. It's Cricket Only Better, episode 165. I'm Ed Hawkins. Welcome along. This is Giant Killing Weekend, surely. Is it, Sam Collins? Don't ask me, Edward Hawkins, but I'll tell you what, if there is going to be one giant kill, kill E, across four games on Saturday and Sunday, here are the guys who are going to know about it. Fee, fi, fo, fum. Paul Krishnamurti of betting.betfair. Hi, Sam. Hello, Paul Krishnamurti. And I smell the blood of an English man. Hi, Sam. I was lost at Fee Fi for fun, to be honest. Me too. Me too, Richard Mann. Um, Hawkins, tell us what we've got on the show this week. Yes, we've got four games to get through on Saturday and Sunday. They are England versus Sri Lanka, South Africa versus Netherlands, Pakistan versus Bangladesh and India versus Zimbabwe. Team news, pitch data, strategies, angles, players to follow, including those win rates for your tops markets. Lovely stuff. And as always, we have a treble klaxon and the best bets. Let's check in on the outright. Australia could be out by the time you're hearing this uh, or not, but I'm only saying that because it feels like I've been saying it for three straight weeks. Betfair exchange odds, India 3.9 are the favourites. England 4.2, second favourites now. New Zealand and South Africa 4.9. Australia 11.5, Pakistan 40, Bangladesh 200. Hawkins, not Hawkins, sorry. Paul Krishnamurti, what do we make of these prices? Well, I agree it's a five-horse race. You can forget Pakistan and Bangladesh. Uh, I, Despite the earlier debacle against Pakistan, I'm still happy to be on South Africa and I'd make them the bet at 4.9. I'm glad that they're most likely to face New Zealand. I think that's a very likely outcome in the semi. And um, let India and England carve each other up. Um Regarding Australia, I mean, we're talking on the eve of Australia and Afghanistan. They could win that by a huge run rate, and this could yet get interesting. England aren't actually certain to be through, so I'd be wary back in England particularly. Okay, okay. Uh, Richard Mann, the group stage coming to an end. What we've seen so far merely demonstrates that there is no outstanding team in that in this format, perhaps. Um, so do we take the 4.9 on New Zealand and South Africa? 100% agree about no outstanding team. I think we said it right at the start, didn't we? Whoever wins this World Cup will be a flawed side. Lots of brilliance throughout, but plenty of flaws. And look, India are favourites here. What what they lost, they, they beat Pakistan, but they should have lost. They probably should have lost to Bangladesh and they did lose to South Africa and they're favourites to win the thing. That tells you all you need to know about this World Cup. But I'm with Paul. I, I don't see a lot wrong with South Africa. I think they're pretty solid and, and they're probably just about the only value left in that market now. Um, albeit, I again agree with Paul and I'd be wary of Australia because I think they could give Afghanistan a real hammering and make things interesting for England. OK, lovely stuff, right? We've overcome that dodgy joke at the start to limber through a gentle little warm-up. Um, now, let's get on with the real stuff. 
England versus Sri Lanka, live from the SCG, 8am Saturday morning, live on Sky Sports. Twas ever thus. Betfair exchange prices, 1.23 England, 5.3 Sri Lanka. Edward Hawkins has a lowdown. Got the teams for you, probable teams. Butler, Hales, Milan, Stokes, Brook, Moeen, Livingston, Sam Curran, Wokes, Rashid and Wood. That England lineup is interchangeable at batting order. Who knows how they'll go? Kusal, Nisanka, Dananjaya, Asalanka, Rajapaksa, Shanaka, Hasaranga, Madushan and Thik Shana. Lahiro and Rajitha Madushan is a big callback for him. A decent player, giving them some strengths. The SCG for the last five, 170 or more in this tournament. Richard Mann, England came back from the brink against the Kiwis, thanks to Sam Curran. Are they now the real deal? You know, I've actually got more concerns following that victory. Actually, I think they've been all over the place with the batting order. Um, I didn't agree with shunting Dawood Milan down for, for what, three guys who scored slower than he would have scored anyway. And I just think throughout this this campaign, actually, there's been some selections decision made that, that seems strange. I mean, the continual backing of Stokes at number four makes little sense when he's so badly out of form. He's had so little T20 cricket. So I'm I'm cooling on England. We all we always had doubts about this attack anyway, um, but some of the decisions they're making with the with the batting in particular really concerns me. Oh, Krishnamurti, um, is this a shock? Well, there's certainly some fun to be had with those prices, isn't there? Five point three Sri Lanka. You know, they are a mercurial size at the best of times. Um, you couldn't say with England certainties. Um, I do think they will win. I think they'll probably win it quite comfortably. And, um, I was looking at the our new favourite market, the margin market. I thought seven to one about England to win by five wickets or forty-one to fifty runs was good. But equally, from a trading perspective, why not have a go at five point three? Especially if it ends up being range shortened, as so many have. I think you know that would probably trade a lot shorter. Okay, um, straight back to you, Paul, on these runs lines. What's the market been saying? Uh, well, you'd expect this to be higher. Let's assume England back first. I reckon par will be 170, 175. Uh, I'm quite happy to take a punt here on a big score and a 190, 200s. If, if it's the usual rules, if the sun's shining at Sydney, back overs. Um, Richard Mann. Any other bet angles for you here? This is a good pitch to bat on. Uh, this has been the ground for, for runs so far at this World Cup, a couple of 200s. Um, so I'd endorse what Paul said. Uh, and I'd also endorse what he said about the margin. I think England will, will be too strong. I, I don't think Sri Lanka are a particularly good side. They've come up short when they've played quality. Um, but I think middle of the road, England wins off four, five, six wickets. I think that's going to be a margin. Okay, lovely stuff. Hawkins, over to you for the tops. Yeah, 10 overs required for your top run scorer bet uh, to remain valid. If they don't get uh, 10 overs, they're void. Uh, Worth mentioning with the weather around. Butler is a two's chance on two-year win rate. It's been boosted to five to two by Betfair Sportsbook. Crazy bonkers. Price alert. Moeen is winning 22% of the time in the last two years. So naturally, he's 19 to one with Betfair Sportsbook. Hasaranga has an even money chance on that two-year form guide. He's two to one, but only five wickets in four against England. Slightly disappointing. And Rajapaksa at fives and Shanaka for your top bat for Sri Lanka. We always mention them. So let's mention them again. Richard Mann, your uh, favourite topic. Dawid Milan, a go-to man so often, but now he's been demoted in the order at first sign of runs. 
is he backable at nine to two um, and any other business, of course? Well, that's probably why I'm, I'm steaming angry, to be honest, Sam, because he's such a reliable man in this market when you know he's batting number three, but you just can't touch him now, um, particularly if England need to get a, a wriggle on uh, chasing. Um, so I believe in him alone. Our old favourite, and I'm sure Paul will back me up, Das and Shanaker, and I, I think the angle with backing Shanaker, do it against the better side with good seam attacks because Sri Lanka's top order could be in early trouble and he does a repair job. He, he won last weekend against New Zealand with 36. Uh, and then just topping Glombola, I haven't put many of these up actually in this tournament, but Sam, Sam Curran's rock solid at three to one. He's, he's basically England's king at the death now. Um, nine wickets for the competition already. He, if England go all the way, he could probably finish as tournament leading wicket taker, which would be quite the story. Um, he looks a spot of value at three to one. Somewhere in a castle in Kent, Ed Smith will be raising a hat to you, Richard Mann. Um, over to you, Paul Krishnamurti. Yes, I, I agree with everything I'm hearing from both the guys. Um, Janaka, 10 to 1 all day long. Rajapaska's fair at 5 to 1. Also for Sri Lanka, if he plays, Karen Aratney, Chamika Karen Aratney is 40 to 1. He batted at 6 last week, I think. On the 7, so he before, came in before Hasaranga. Uh, and he can certainly bat, so that's worth a nibble. Um, obviously, 19 to 1, Moeen Ali, which is like the price of the year, probably. Uh, and also in the same market, I thought 12 to 1 Livingston was fair. Can I just quickly add, we obviously talked about 10 overs for, for bets being applicable in the top batsman market, particularly with Shanaka batting at six. Just look at what the weather's like when you get up, what's the start at eight o'clock at seven o'clock. The market won't change. Um, so just make sure it's going to be clear. If it's going to rain, then you probably don't want to be on number six and seven, do your short and match. But just have a look. If it's clear, then get on. Okay, thank you very much. England versus Sri Lanka is done. A quick reminder that every game is previewed on betting.betfair, where free bet offers are available. Terms and conditions apply, over 18s only, and please do visit begamblerware.org. Right, South Africa versus the Netherlands, Pakistan versus Bangladesh, and India versus Zimbabwe still to come. South Africa versus the Netherlands is in Adelaide, midnight on Sunday, live on Sky Sports. Betfair exchange price is 1.07, South Africa 13.5, the Netherlands. Hawkins. South Africa, de Kock, Bavuma, Rousseau, Markram, Miller or Klaassen, Stubbs, Parnell, Maharaj or Shamsi, Rabada, Nagini, Nokia. Uh, we've gone either or on those players in the middle there because they've had back spasms, Miller and Maharaj, so they need to get them fit. Netherlands, O'Dowd, Myberg, Cooper, Ackerman, Delead, Edwards, Pringle, Van der Merwe, Van Beek, Klaassen, Van Meekeren and Glover. 15 out of 22, one batting first at Adelaide before Double uh, A, Afghanistan, Australia and New Zealand versus Ireland. Historically runs with more than 160 in first dig at this venue. Richard Mann, South Africa had one foot in the semis versus Pakistan when they had them four down. Then they were awful. Surely they can't be getting that C word out of the closet again, can they? It'll be one foot in the grave if they don't make it to the semis. One foot in the grave for me anyway. They'll be too strong for the Netherlands, who I think have been really poor, actually, in, in this competition. Um, plenty to like about South Africa. I've still got the faith. I think they'll win here and march into the last four. OK, Paul Krishnamurti, you've remained steadfast that South Africa are the team to beat. What happens in this match? Easy win. Easy win. It's a mismatch. Um, and hopefully... 
South Africa have got their disaster out of them today. Okay, okay. Angles, trades, etc. Richard Mann, you first. Well, I will favour the margins interesting, but I think more interesting is, is ducking in the man of the match market for this. South Africa are going to win. I, I think we're sure of that. Now, batsmen have fared better in the competition so far in the man of the match market, but here... I think it's you want to be with two bowlers and Gidi at 12s and Nokia at 14s. Rabada's been poor anyway, so we'll, we'll cast him aside for this one. And, and the thing is that it's the Netherlands batting that's been really weak. They've actually bowled pretty well, so you'd have some hope that they can bowl well against South Africa's top order and hopefully not go for too many and it be the bowler, bowlers for South Africa who do the damage. So I'll be back in those two. Okay, Paul Krishnamati. Yeah, um, I totally agree with that. Um, great strategy on the man of the match market. Um, I think, again, it runs in either direction, really. I, I could see South Africa getting 190 plus here if they bat first against Netherlands very easily. They're, um, they're certainly aggressive, but if they're playing aggressively enough. And as Rich says, I think that the South African pace attack will be too much for the Netherlands and you might get some. Decent price and under 140, under 130. Okay, okay. Um, Hawkins, what have you got for us? Yeah, Markram out to 11 to 2 again from fours with Betfair Sports. That is a bet on win rate. He wasn't very convincing in that match that we've been talking about, however. Uh, Bavuma does give you a 1% edge at 5 to 1 on win rate with Betfair Sportsbook. O'Dowd is on okay on win rate at 7 to 2 for Dot. Dutch bat. Myber at fives opened last time. He's fours on win rate last two years. And as Richard said, it's Nagidi v Nokia uh, with the ball for South Africa. They're both three to one. Uh, they're both uh, win rate bets. Um, but I think Nokia might have the edge because he is bowling at the death. Nagidi will not bowl at the death. He's too pricey. OK, OK. Who do you like, Paul Krishnamurti? Um In addition to the Nokia-Nagidi man of the match, Tim Pringle, 25 to 1 top Netherlands run scorer. He's batting on his line up there at seven. He's been coming at seven or eight every uh, match. And I think that's where the value is. They could well be bowled out cheaply. And it's won by the middle order at a big price. Okay, Richard Mann. I'm going for Tom Cooper for the Netherlands. He has been shocking in his competition. So I'll get that out of the way first. But he he played all his cricket here for uh, South Australia. Adelaide's his home. Really good first class record. Look, he's he's, he's past his best now. But he he made thirty odd against Zimbabwe. Um, looked in better touch there. He was pr- promoted to number three because Baz Bas lead got that nasty injury against Pakistan. I can't see him coming back up the order. So I think Cooper will be inked in at number three. Grounding knows well, and the surprise thing is thirteen to two. It's far too big against for a guy who plays pace well. So I'm going to go with Tom Cooper. Okay, thank you very much, Richard. Man, a reminder: cricket only better. Back in your ears on Tuesday when we will know the semi-finalists. The guys will pick the winner and name the finalists. So do not miss that. Games continue now, but listen out. Keep your ears pricked for the treble klaxon, and of course, best bets still to come. Pakistan versus Bangladesh from Adelaide, 4 a.m. UK time on Sunday morning, live on Sky Sports. Betfair exchange prices, 1.28 Pakistan, 4.2 Bangladesh. Now we're heading over to the man they call the Seven Oaks stat monster. Edward Hawkins for the <laughs> okay. lowdown. Okay. Uh, Rizwan Baba, this is Pakistan's probable team. Harris has come into the team and started smashing it all around the place. Masood Nawaz Iftikhar, 
Shadab, Mohammed Wazim, Nassim, Ralph Afridi. No room for Azhar Ali anymore. Bangladesh, Shantosh Das, Shakib, Afif, Yassir, Neural Mossadegh, Taskin, Shorafal back in this team, which is a good thing. He's a good player. Mustafa Sir and Hassan, 159 and 157. Your scores so far at Adelaide, but two games going on while this game is in production. 11 under 160 in your last 22 first innings. No toss bias. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti, save your sixes wager, please, for the next bit, because I want to know if this is the giant killing. Well, it's probably the best chance of the lot just because Pakistan are so unbelievably inconsistent and frustrating. And you saw them, I mean, they've saved their A game when they, when they play South Africa, when they're virtually out of tournament, having been atrocious against Zimbabwe. Um, I mean, as we've all criticised Bangladesh and written them off, but they played well enough against India. Um, they could give them a fright. I could, I could again... I wouldn't back, I'm not backing them, but I wouldn't put someone off having a trade from 4.2 to start. Okay, Richard Mann, potentially bowler friendly conditions here. Do you back the chaser with the side batting first in, you know, vulnerable to seaman swing? What are you, what's in your mind, Richard? No, I, I, I just think Pakistan far too strong, particularly the pace attack. You remember what Nokia did to this Bangladesh batting lineup as well. I think it'll be something similar here. Look, the, the Pakistan that turned up against South Africa, we've been waiting for that all tournament. I don't know where they've been. I don't know where that middle order's been. But they looked a really good side. I mean, it's too little too late now. But with the shackles off, I think we'll finish strongly and win here comfortably. OK. Um, now, Paul Krishnamurti, it's your moment to talk six appeal. I'm not interested after what's happened last time. Both of them are completely unpredictable. Both of them are terrible for sixes. Both of them came to the party in the last game. Um, but the bet I do like, uh, building on what Rich was saying, um, I think unders for Bangladesh runs. That's the answer. Um, Shane Shafridi came to the party today. Absolutely brilliant bowling. I could see him decimating that top order. Uh, so let's look for it under 140, under 130 again. Okay, um, Richard Mann, any angles for you here? Just jumping on Paul's bandwagon, but you look at that that game again. Bangladesh got a lot of credit for for the way they went down fighting against India, but Lytton Das made sixty from twenty seven. Rodi's look early, but the rest, I mean, Shanto twenty one from twenty five. Shakib 13 from 12, then a 3 and a 1, and Neural batted well for 25, but the rest didn't really do a great deal. I, I think it's a flimsy batting lineup, this, and as Paul said, I, I think this attack could run through them. I, I won't be playing under 130, 140. I think we could have a sub 100 here. That'd be my way into it. Wow, that'd be a huge price. Do you think? Yeah, I think you get 25 to 1 plus for that. Yeah, I, I have no faith in this lineup, to be honest. I, I was staggered by what they did against India, but I don't think they'll repeat it. Oh, such a sweet mental image, the two of you travelling between matches on your little bandwagon, eating ice cream. Very lovely. Um, <laughs> right, right. Um, Hawkins, tips mm. from the tops. Yeah, tips from the top. Rizwan, of course, close to even money on win rate. He's had a poor tournament, though, but Bangladesh bowling attack isn't going to phase him, most likely. Boosted to 5-2 to two with Sportsbook. Das is boosted to 7-2 to two with Sportsbook. I don't get involved with Litton Das. I don't think he's a player. Uh, Shoraful, as I mentioned earlier, returns 27% of the time, top bowler for Bangladesh. He is 4-1 to one with Betfair Sportsbook. OK. Um, Richard Mann, who do we follow here? 
Just just building on what we said again, I think just taking big prices in, in the Bangladesh top batsman market, I'd go for Nyoba Passan at 11 and Mahidi Maraz at 14. It's not with a great deal of confidence, but I think they'll be out cheaply and 20 might win it. Paul Krishnamurti. Uh, I think we've got a cracking bit here. Mohamed Wasim, top wicket taker at five to one. In five matches against Bangladesh in the last year, he's taken 10 wickets and um, returned 40% of on his. What I mean by that is if you stayed one point every game, you'd. Sorry, 40% profit on his top wicket taker bets in the last year. Uh, so that I think that's completely the wrong price, Mohamed Wazim. Uh, also, I would say Sham Massoud is overpriced here. 11 to 1 top match batsman, 6 to 1 top Pakistan batsman. He scored more runs in the tournament than, than Baba and Rizwan combined. Uh, and finally, just almost as a saver to Wazim, Shaheen Free, 12 to 1 man of the match. I think that's a very obvious bet. Okay, okay. Thank you very much. Um, best bets and India versus Zimbabwe still to come. But for now, I'm pressing this. Yes, that's right. It's the treble klaxon. And I'm passing over to you, Richard Mann. Right. Let's take them to the cleaners this week. So, kicking off, Kale Rahul, top India batsman versus Zimbabwe at 11 to 4. Sam Curran, top England bowler versus Sri Lanka at three to one. And then we'll finish off with Anrik Nokia, top South Africa bowler versus the Netherlands at three to one, 10 pound treble. Delicious, Richard yeah. Mann. Thank you very much. The scenes in here when one of these lands, well, it'll be, be memorable, memorable, memorable. Let's continue. India versus Zimbabwe, 8 a.m. UK time from on Sunday. Not from Sunday, on Sunday. From the MCG, live on Sky Sports. Betfair exchange prices, India 1.08, Zimbabwe 12s, Hawkins. Yeah, India, Rahul, Rohit, Kohli, Yadav, Hardik, Kartik, Aksar, Ashwin, Bhuvi, Shami, Arshdeep, Zimbabwe, Madhavir, Irvine, Chikabava, who's back at three, by the way. We're talking about him for massive prices for top bat, weren't we, uh, a couple of shows ago. Williams, Raza, Shumba, Burl, Jongwe, Narava, Chatara, Muzarabani. The G, uh, as previously discussed, has been very good for the bowlers. Could we get a repeat here? Uh, a very, very down on India, as Richard mentioned earlier in the show. They've been flattering to deceive, I suspect. Uh, they could have lost at least twice and were underwhelming against the Netherlands. Okay, interesting stuff. Uh, thank you, Hawkins. Do you agree with that assessment of India, Paul Krishnamurti, or is uh, the stat monster just desperately trying to get them beat because he's been having a row with their fans on Twitter? Well, well probably the latter, but they haven't been convincing. That is undoubtedly true. Um, the bowling lineup's very ordinary, and I do think they're vulnerable in the latter stages, but I really can't see Zimbabwe beating this. That We've had a great tournament with Zimbabwe, but it's all over. And I, India don't lose the teams of this stature. Okay, Richard Mann, um, seriously, are you still convinced by India? My confidence is waning a little bit. Uh, look, we, we always knew that they'd miss that big top hit 
the deck bowlers needed in Australian conditions. They should have picked an Avish Khan or a Pradesh Krishna. You know, I think they've got that wrong. Um, but I'd be a bit more concerned about the batting, actually. Rohit, the top of the order, we haven't really scored the runs. Runs for Kale Rahul in the last game, but things haven't clicked into gear yet. But they're probably still going to get through to the semi-finals. And look, big game players, you would hope that they'll 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 come good on the biggest stage. Okay. Um best bets for the game, please, everybody. Uh Paul Krishnamurti. Uh, unders on sixes. This is the game to do it in Melbourne cricket round. Always uh, as mentioned earlier in tournament four is going to rain off something like twenty-nine out of twenty-nine out of forty-one matches here under ten sixes. Okay, Richard Mann. Uh, I think I think we'll be going for the margins again, and and I th- it's not priced up yet, but it but it will be. And I think what we'll see is another middle of the road Indian win, so something like you know four to five wicket victory, six wicket victory maybe. Um, I'd have a look at round for big prices around those that sort of margin. I think India will win, but like we've seen so far, probably won't be that convincing. Okay, to the tops with our friend Hawkins. Yeah, Yadav and Kohli may be alternating here, but Yadav is back out to five to one, uh, having gone off at seven to two last time out. So yes, please, there's a massive price on win rate. There you go. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay, um, Paul Krishnamurti, who to follow? A uh, few bits. First of all, Sikander Raz, a fourteen to one top match batsman. I can see him finish off the tournament in style and showing us what a great player he is. Um, three to one, Arshdeep Singh, top Indian wicket taker, remains the wrong price. I think, as said in the last game, he had a 50% return uh, and he's he tied top bowler in the last match as well since. And I can't believe I'm saying it, but five to one, Coley, man of the match. I've got a feeling he'd win that more than one every five matches. Okay, okay. Um, Richard Mann. It's it's Cahill Rahul for me. I, he came back to form, didn't he? Good knock against Bangladesh, 50-odd of 30-odd balls. And 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 really, he was probably only another 10 balls away from, from winning that market then. Like I've said before, this is a perfect scenario for him. India could be hunting down a small score here and, and he'll he'll just chip away with 50. Or oh, if he's batting first, he'll, he'll get first go at what is a pretty... Pretty weak attack by top international standards anyway. So he'll do for me at 11 to 4. And you can maybe play him in the match, man of the match market at sixes as well, because it will be won by an Indian. Okay, all over now. It's the best bits, the best bats. Right, as always, we have scores, we have doors, we have Edward Hawkins. This is the best bets. It's Richard Mann and Paul Krishnamurti with five units each to spend this week. And it's Paul Krishnamurti to go first. OK, I'll have 1.5 points on Muhammad Wasim, top wicket taker, Pakistan v Bangladesh, 5-1. to one. Right, I'll kick off. <clears throat> I'm going to have 1.5 points. Kehil Rahul, top India batsman at 11-4. to four. And I'll have half a point on Shahina Freedy, man of the match, 12 to 1, the Pakistan game. And I'm going to have half a point on Kehil Rahul, man of the match versus Zimbabwe at 6 to 1. I'll have half a point on Sham Massoud, top match batsman, Pakistan v Bangladesh at 11 to 1. I'm going to have 1.5 points, Tom Cooper, top Netherlands batsman at 13 to 2. Okay, half a unit, Sikander Raza. At 14 to 1, top match batsman, India v Zimbabwe. 
I've got one and a half units left, so I'm going to have 0.75 units. Anwick Nokia, man of the match for South Africa. I will have half. So I've still got uh, two units left. I have half a unit on Tim Pringle, top Netherlands batsman, 25 to one. I'll have half a sorry, yeah, half a unit on um, Dasan Shanika, a 10 to one top Sri Lanka batsman against England, and one point a seven to one. England to win between by five wickets or between 41 and 50 runs. So I'll use my remaining 0.75 points on Lungin Gidi, man of the match, South Africa versus Netherlands. All done for you then. That's Cricket Only Better episode 165. We're next back on the airwaves from Tuesday, where we will name the finalists for the T20 World Cup. See you then.